0: Hey, Spooksters, and welcome to the beginning of our feed here on Three Spooked Girls. My name is Tara, and as always, I am joined with my ghoul friend, Jessica. Hey! And now you are hearing from future us. Our show is a couple years old now, and we wanted to insert this just to kind of clear up some confusion about things and talk about our
1: feed a little bit. So I am going to hand it to Jessica to kick us off. Okay, so we get this question periodically, a lot. Um, <laughs> why our name is <laughs> Three Spooked Girls, when there is just Tara and I, and we we can math people, we know it's one and two. <laughs> um, <laughs> When we first started the show, we actually had, there were three of us, there were three co-hosts and due to some life events and just, you know, personal reasons, our third co-host had to step away from the show. We've wished her well, she's outliving her fabulous life, doing what makes her happy and we wish her nothing but the best. But that does mean that there's only two of us. We had gone so far and had started a community and we didn't want to rebrand. So we decided to incorporate one of our favorite ghouls in the world, Kate the Bell Witch. She is our official third spooked girl so that is the explanation of why our name is the name (laughs) yes yes (laughs) and
0: also we did want to disclaim you will notice after hearing us now that our audio in the beginning was a little different. We were still learning. This was, you know, 2018, 2019 here, friends. This episode, the Lizzie Borden episode, is the first episode officially Jessica and I did together, and it's actually what introduced us into bringing true crime content to you all. So if you are kind of an audio nerd, which no hate in that, that was my day job before this, you can jump to our Jeffrey Dahmer episode. That's kind of when we started getting things figured out. We sounded leaps and bounds (laughs) better and very similar to what we are today true that should have his name in it and also say like zombies sex and cannibalism or something along those lines Mm -hmm. so definitely check that out and we thank you guys so much for checking out our show at all and we'll just go ahead and get right into the content
1: warning this podcast involves discussions of a spooky and graphic nature not suitable for children or the faint of heart strong language and mature content is present Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. Hey, Spooksters. It is your favorite podcast, and you know it Three Spook Girls. <laughs> I am joined. Oh, it, I'm Jessica. Jesus, Jessica. <laughs> It's me, Jessica. They know by now. Come on. I know, they should, but um, <laughs> I've also been really wanting to say that for a long time on this podcast. <laughs> I had a, a barista do it at Starbucks once, and I like tipped her like 40 bucks because I was a little drunk, but I was, I was like, yay! <laughs> Jessica from The Hot Chick.
0: Yes.
1: So, Jessica, and I am joined by Tara. Hey, guys. And if you didn't catch last week's episode with our Q&A, Ms. Heather is taking a little step back sabbatical hiatus of sorts. Mm -hmm. Um, She's going through some stuff and part of being friends and part of being in this partnership together is supporting each other through the hard times. So we love Heather and we miss her and you're just going to have to deal with Tara and I shenanigans until then. Yep. Love
0: you, Heather. Love you. But yes, y'all are stuck with us. So get the fuck
1: over it. (laughs) (laughs) i don't know where that came from but okay um it works it works (laughs) so this week we are talking about our home girl lizzie borden (laughs) i'm excited um love that bitch she's crazy and excited about it so you know how we start every episode off let's talk about what we drink in what you got girl well, I'm going to
0: stay with the same wine line that I had on the Q&A, the Robert Mondavi, if I'm saying that right. I still feel like, yes, but tonight I switched from my usual red to a white. I'm drinking a Pinot Grigio, Grigio, whatever. May have had a few glasses already. So <laughs> it is delicious.
1: It is very good. I particularly like mm-hmm. that one. Is it the um, private select or is it the... Just the... Yeah,
0: yep. The private selection or whatever mm-hmm. with the like Navy label. Yeah. It's, yeah, super it's good, good shit. I mm-hmm. don't really
1: like wine, but I do dig Robert Mondavi. Not mm-hmm. uh, just because I know people, but just
0: because you know. <laughs> yeah. It's it's really good. And it's delish. Yeah. I definitely like it. I'm normally not a super kind of the drier white mm-hmm. wines. I don't normally like them, but this one, I like this one a lot. It's super good. So I'll definitely buy it again. And of course you have our fun drink. Right. I made it up this week, Tara. (gasps)
1: Ooh. So I was looking up Lizzie Borden, and there are a few Lizzie Borden themed cocktails out there on Pinterest. Mm -hmm. But I started thinking about who she was and um what kind of her essence was. And for some reason, like Shirley Temple kept popping into my head, but like with a knife or an axe. So I made a dirty Shirley Temple, which I'm now calling the Lizzie Borden.
0: Yes, I like it because that whole metaphor of she looks super innocent and stuff, but really she's a fucking psycho. Perfect.
1: So it's Sprite or Mm -hmm. 7-Up, depending on which one you want. Grenadine. Mm -hmm. And you know me, I'd go with the vodka. You could probably put it, you could probably put tequila in it, Mm -hmm. but I went vodka and you know I went with Tito's. Of course, Tito's, where's our sponsor at this point? She No, seriously, if anyone knows anyone at Tito's, you should just be like, are you listening to this podcast? There's a girl, all she talks about is you guys. <laughs> all she talks about. I love you guys. Mm-hmm. I that's what I should have shared is how did you fall in love with Tito's in the last episode? That right. I didn't. It's my old boss's fault. I walked up and said, what are you drinking? And he said, a Tito's lemonade and handed it to me. And I was like, I'm in. Love you know? it for a sip. It really was. Hashtag, hashtag
0: love it, it first sips. Sip.
1: <laughs> You're welcome, Tito's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's already like a coffee slogan. Well, now it's
0: a vodka slogan. So yeah. what up?
1: So just to kind of start us off with some business stuff. Of course, you know, we have our new merch store, which now is not new. It's kind of semi new. So I hope you guys are going over there and you are looking at the stuff. We're adding stuff all the time as we go along especially like hashtags I doesn't say
0: if you guys think of any extra hashtags that we're not picking up when you're listening to us just post them just send them Mm -hmm. and it'll end up on merch
1: we love hashtags Mm -hmm. my husband who is not that internet i wouldn't say he's he's very internet savvy i shouldn't say that he's not social media savvy like he uses facebook to look at dog videos (laughs) that's his purpose of facebook And that's like the only social media he uses ever. And it's now just to look at dog videos. (laughs) Because, you know, there's not this thing called YouTube. Right? What? What is that? (laughs) He jokes with me all the time because I say like a lot. And Mm -hmm. I'll be like, like, such as hashtag. And he's gotten <laughs> to the point now where he'll say things. And I'm sure you heard about the wedding. Yeah. He'll be like, hashtag best night ever. And you're like, who the <laughs> fuck are you? I embraced it. I fucking
0: loved it. I know.
1: Tara <laughs> and Thomas have like a cool relationship. Because like Thomas will take my phone from time to time. Mm-hmm. And the only person he feels safe texting is Tara. <laughs> and so like she'll just like open her phone. And it'll be like 95 gifts. Doesn't say I'm, we like, have gift wars. It's <laughs> <We're> fine. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty funny. And I'm like, oh, God, she thinks I'm crazy. <laughs> anyway, so if you're not following us on social media, like my husband, because, you know, doesn't do that. Please do. Please go to our Facebook page. It's 3 Spook Girls Official. It's a great group. There's fun things. We do polls. We um, post memes a lot. We randomly, like, troll you guys with trolls. <laughs> yes. That, that happened in December. And then, of course, we're on Instagram and Twitter as 3 Spook Girls. And Pinterest. Hell yeah. To our Pinterest. We're starting to put shit up there. It's going to be really fun. Mm-hmm. We should dive into what we're talking about today.
0: Fuck yeah. Let's start talking about some
1: murder. Murder. Oh, and ghosties. And ghosties. Yes. So, Lizzie Borden. We all know her name. We all know that she killed her parents. Or allegedly killed allegedly. her parents. Yes. She was born on July 19th, 1860. Her name is lizzie andrew borden which apparently was a thing that you could be a woman and get a male name that hmm. was your middle name i didn't know that she died june 1st 1927 of pneumonia oh yeah she didn't die because you know she killed people she died because like she got sick she had surgery i think she had like gallbladder surgery and they like she died of pneumonia oh random okay She she died at 66 she was <laughs> 32 when she was accused of murder Her parents were Andrew. His name was Andrew Jackson Borden. Her mother's name was Anthony. Jesus Christ, Jessica. (laughs) Jessica. Her name is Sarah Anthony Morris Borden. That's
0: a long ass name. I will say that. Right. I'll cut Um, you a break.
1: Right. And then her sister's name is Emma Leona Borden. But Andrew remarried eventually because Sarah died when Lizzie was two. Emma is 10 years older. So she felt Mm -hmm. this like need to take care of Lizzie. So like when Sarah was dying, Emma went to her mom and said, I promise to take care of baby Lizzie. And therefore the enabling began. Andrew married Abby three years later. She was kind of a spinster. She was in her mid Mm thirties, hadn't been married, had zero children. So her prospects were little. I think what Andrew was like, my kids need a mom. Mm -hmm. I need someone to be here and take care of my place essentially. And, um, oh, she has no prospects. I pick her. <laughs> that's pretty much what it was. Like, I All pick- right. Might as well. Right? They are of Welsh and English background. So I'm going to talk a little bit about Andrew because he kind of is the reason why Lizzie became the way Lizzie was. He was said to have grown up poor and struggling. So he started as an undertaker and became a president of a bank. Like, talk about a glow up. Fucking
0: huge glow up. Holy shit. That's not even the same field
1: right but I think it was kind of um one of those things where it's like not what you know it's who you know I was about to say that especially back then it's like obviously education and all of
0: that wasn't a as huge of a necessity for certain jobs
1: like today yeah and he was kind of like a hard-ass guy and also like I don't think being a president of a bank was the same thing it was as today. Like, or I mean, right. at least it wasn't a full time job because he also was in like manufacturing and textiles, which he made coffins. Interesting. So Undertaker, Coffins. Okay.
0: No wonder Lizzie's an interesting person.
1: Right. So, you you know, he had his field and I think he was just really successful. So Mm -hmm. they were like, oh, he should be this president of this bank. And I don't know if it was like the president of the board of the bank or something like that. Mm -hmm. I'm not quite sure. Like I've got a Mary Poppins feel going on right now, you know. (laughs) (laughs) But basically, long story short, he went from poor to living very comfortably. Well, you would think that. Except Ooh. for like Andrew Borden was like, oh, I have money. So his at the time of his death, he was estimated to have three hundred thousand dollars, which mm-hmm. in 2017 is worth of eight million and one hundred and eighty thousand dollars. So he wasn't broke. Right.
0: But dude
1: lived frugal as fuck. Like, Hey,
0: I feel like that's how rich
1: people, some rich people stay rich. Right. They're smart with their money. So there were some other Bordens and that they were well-to-do as well at this point. Mm. And they lived on this place called The Hill and it was like the fancy neighborhood. Like every town has one. And this was like the fancy neighborhood where all these houses were. They had like the bougie thing like electricity and indoor plumbing. Mm -hmm. But they didn't. So essentially Lizzie always felt like she wasn't as good as her cousins on The Hill. And they weren't allowed to socialize with each other a lot. So... The house just wasn't up to date. It was said that the house was 20 years plus behind just what like the standard what people had like if people had like they didn't have electricity, they at least have gas lamps. He had kerosene.
0: You know what this reminds me of? Have you I don't know what it's actually called, but like that show where it's like insanely frugal people where they have like one light bulb
1: and they take it around to every fucking bedroom. Okay, we're going to we're going to take that rabbit hole because it is called like (laughs) cheapest something. Yeah. And I watch in my spare time, like when I'm falling asleep or something, I watch this YouTuber. Her name is SS Sniper Wolf. She's into like video games, but she does commentary like I love me, Dr. Phil. Mm-hmm. And she does a lot of commentaries of Dr. Phil. <laughs> oh, I'm going so to have to check her out. Right. This is how this fell down because I was like, Ooh. but she does a review of this show. And the woman who takes her light bulb, literally people come to that bitch's house. They, there's one light bulb and she gets to have it so if you don't have it and you need to go to the bathroom you get a fucking candle and it's not like some nice candle from like you know bath and body works or even fucking target it's like <laughs> it looks like she made it in a tin can like that she, she, she melted all these like dollar store candles uh, into one like one tin can like a old pineapple can you know <laughs> and just like was like here you go. And so like they interviewed someone who's mm-hmm. at her house and she's like, it was weird. Cause like I had to use the bathroom, but I had to take this candle.
0: No. Okay. So I looked it up cause it was going to drive me nuts. It's mm-hmm. called extreme cheapskates mm-hmm. and it was on TLC. It's definitely a TLC show, but I fucking mm-hmm. love me some of their
1: reality TV. So yes, that, he's basically one of those. And I, I don't know if she's the mom who makes like, if they have like chicken nuggets for dinner mm-hmm. and they don't, if they don't finish their fucking ranch, She scrapes it back into the bottle. Oh, gross. Yep. And she has something called uh, her reusable water. Oh, God. It was that one
0: pot. Yes. I fucking remember that. That's disgusting. It's not even like clear anymore. It's like, Mm -mm.
1: ugh. Spooksters. She legit fucking says, this is my reusable water. (laughs) Yes, it's chunky, but I still think it's good. She's making like mac and cheese for her kids and it's fucking chunky. Water, chunky. Right. And it's not, it's not because like, you know, seasoning and shit like that's expensive. It's because she's trying to cut down on her water bill. But this is the same bitch that cooked those damn lasagnas in her dishwasher. Ugh. No. Anyway. Gross. Yes, we digress. <laughs> All right. I have lots of feelings about that show.
0: <laughs> Maybe that'll end up being a, if you're interested, be a bonus patron episode.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> What pisses Jessica off while watching TV? (laughs) So anyway, Lizzie, she's living in this house that's basically like 20 years past. Her father refuses to make the upgrades. They own other properties that could easily be renovated. They could live Mm. somewhere else where this house is being renovated, but nope. And just so that we can like talk about the display of the house or the way it is, the upstairs is kind of like in two sections. The top floor on the back of the house is Andrew and Abby's like bedroom and there's like a door that went between where like the hallway where lizzie and emma lived but Mm they fucking nailed it shut oh i don't know which side which side did it but then Mm -hmm. like emma and lizzie had like the you have to go up the front set of stairs to theirs and then there's a guest bedroom so like the guest bedroom is like where they would hang out with other people oh Um, okay and by other people, I mean, like, their uncle. <laughs> because, so you know, like it's that person. Right. They're not allowed to hang out with other people at all. So their house is pretty primitive. Like, they should have running water. Mm-hmm. But they don't. They have a fucking, like, pump, sink. Lizzie was said to say that she felt very trapped in that house. I could sympathize with that. Right. So young Lizzie, she was very active in the church. She didn't even graduate from high school. Like, she dropped out. She was like, whatever. I don't give a shit. And she was like a junior. She's like, I don't care. She had a very controlling father. So like young people would go and socialize at like parties and stuff like that to kind of Mm. meet their potential mates. And she was her and Emma were not allowed to do it. So between let's see how old she would when she'd be getting married, like the 1870s to 1880s would probably been the years of when she would have wanted to get a spouse. Um, She wasn't allowed to go outside of like church activities. So she was a Sunday school teacher and she's very active in like this thing was called flowers and loaves or something like that, where they like Mm -hmm. helped people. But, you know, that was it. However, she did not like her stepmother whatsoever. She felt her stepmother was a gold digger Hmm. because literally what it was is that her stepmother had no prospects. She did not come from a well-to-do family. They had a good name because I think back in those days, people would have like good, strong, like well-known names. They might not be as rich. And I think she was kind of from that kind of a family. Abby was right. And so Lizzie just thought Abby was this like white trash gold digger. Mm -hmm. An opportunist too. Yes. So here she's married this like well to do. He wasn't like well liked, but he was well respected and revered Mm -hmm. within the community, you know, so she's got this bougie life, but it's not really bougie. So then Lizzie was also given like a small allowance, whereas Abby was given more.
0: So she didn't like that shit either. Mm -mm.
1: And like one of the things that they say was like a a dividing fraction, dividing factor. There we go. Of their relationship between Abby and I would say Lizzie and Lizzie and her dad is her dad gave Abby's family who wasn't doing well, some property Mm. and, Emma and Lizzie were like, what the fuck? Right. Where's our property? Where's our shit? Right. So they made, he made them buy this like house of their grandpa's for like a dollar. And then they were like, this is shit. I don't want this. And they were bad. So then they ended up selling it back to him for like (laughs) 5,000. Talk about like, you know, (laughs) inflation.
0: Right.
1: (laughs) Right. I think that they, they were really upset that you know andrew who is this like super frugal man gives his wife's family not even his own daughters like gives them like something to live off of and stuff like that lizzie and emma were mad about the fact that her father wasn't very fair
0: right like Um, he favored his second wife's family more than his own kids which is fucked up
1: and so like Lizzie used to act out a lot. Like one of the things that she would do is overextend the credit at local stores. So she would go and like way over purchase. And then Andrew would be upset because he had to pay all this money. And Mm -hmm. she, so then she got like a spending limit. Yeah. And then anything over that spending limit, she had to get permission. And this is like a woman in her 30. Like Lizzie was my age when she allegedly killed her parents. So I can't even imagine being like, um, um, dad, I'd like to buy a dress. Is that cool? Okay, cool. <laughs> no? Okay. Unless she had cash. So essentially Lizzie would have to save up her allowance. Because right. the other thing is, it's not like Lizzie was like, oh, I'm so a spoiled rich girl. So she she couldn't get a job. So her only mm-hmm. source of anything was her father. Because Lizzie thought her mother, her stepmother was a gold digger. She would often steal from her. In fact, there was a very famous story of Lizzie being accused of Well, not really accused. Essentially, Andrew and Abby said that someone broke into their house and stole only Abby's jewelry. And then two weeks after the investigation started, Andrew called it off because they suspected Lizzie of stealing it.
0: And she would steal from local stores. So I remember real quick, like when I was watching the movie, they made a point to have that scene of lizzie like she's i think she's what did she she stole like money from the stepmom or something yeah so like kind of nod at that and then like when she went to the store they were like oh i'm sorry miss borden you don't have any more store credit and she's like
1: oh that's fine i have cash anyway and it's like jesus christ right yeah and then Mm -hmm. she stole like In the the movie, she stole a mirror and you see the shopkeeper, like, write down, like, mirror. And then Mm -hmm. essentially what happened is the shopkeepers would write it down and then they would call Andrew Borden and say, hey, Lizzie stole blah, blah, blah. And he would just pay it. Or if she ever got in trouble, he would just pay the fines. Like, that's just Mm -hmm. kind of who he was and what he did for his daughter, which is kind of nice. I mean, granted, he enabled the fuck out of this girl, like... um, (laughs) I think he saw kind of the sadness that she was. It was said that Lizzie and Andrew had a very like, it was very love-hate, like, tumultuous. Like, he always limited Lizzie to what she could accomplish in life. Right. And not to quote the movie too much, but like, she kind of says like, you won't let me do anything. How do you expect me to, like, how do you expect me to get out of your house if you won't let me Mm -hmm. do anything? One of the things is like, Lizzie would have these, Which was in the movie, and it's different in the movie, but in real life, she had these kind of like pet pigeons, but I guess local kids were coming and hunt, quote unquote, hunting them down. So Andrew just killed them because he was tired of kids coming on his property or whatever. And Lizzie had like built this beautiful cage for them and this like little coop and she was all excited and then he killed them. So like, you know, and this was just like a few weeks before the murders. Mm -hmm. So, you know, this girl is just sitting over here going, He fucking gives my stepmom everything. (laughs) He killed my fucking pigeons. Making a laundry list of why he should die. They didn't really like spend that much time together. Like I know the movie emphasizes that they ate together, but in real life, they never really ate together. It was like special when they did, but she did love her father. Like she gave him this ring that he was wearing when he passed. She, she did love him, but you know, he had to go. Yeah. I was going to say a little bit of a strained relationship to say the least to say the very least so august 4th 1892 the day in which the borden mother and father were murdered mm-hmm. lizzie again was 32 she was unmarried had zero prospects like no boy was gonna hang out with the church prude and be like "Oh, i want to marry that especially now she was essentially like slipping into spinsterhood mm-hmm. because she was 32 at the time they believed that women of that age like They could still have children, but it was a little late for them to start having children. Right. So they were kind of like, oh, God. So it said that on the 3rd, Lizzie's uncle, John Morris, who was Sarah's brother, came to visit and stayed the night and had made plans to stay several nights. But then I think in the morning decided to depart. And Mm -hmm. so Andrew and John left at the same time. So between 9 a.m. and 1030... Abby sends Maggie, who is their maid, outside to clean the first story windows. And Abby goes upstairs to the guest room where John had been and um, starts to change the sheets, which is, you know, what people do, I guess. I don't know. I've never had a guest room to myself yet. So, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's what my my mother-in-law does. Like, when we leave, she changes the sheets. Mm -hmm. So, she's up there changing the sheets. And it said that she was the first to be murdered. She was hit on the side of the face like mm-hmm. so she was facing her attacker. Okay. When it first happened and then she fell forward and when she hit the ground her attacker then began to or hit her 17 to 18 more times in the back of the head. Jesus. They think with her like this maybe the second or the third blow is what killed her. Like the first one wasn't I don't know if it was deep enough to kill her. Definitely enough to stun her and have her fall, mm-hmm. but It's excessive. A little bit. Right. So then what happens is a couple hours later, Andrew comes home and he comes up to the front door. And mind you, every room in their house is locked because he doesn't trust anyone. So like their bedroom door is locked. Mm -hmm. And it's like kind of this like weird fuckery where like Andrew locks his bedroom door, but then like puts his key on a mantle. Right.
0: And I remember too, like, I'm sorry, I keep going back to the movie because it's like fresh in my mind because I watched it after reading stuff i remember they kept showing her sister i'm assuming all the rooms had it but like her sister had that lock like internal lock so she could lock Mm -hmm. lizzie out after it all happened so this makes sense
1: right right so they would like lock the door and leave it and it was kind of like a thing where like andrew was saying like i don't fucking trust any of you but i know that key is there and if that key moves and you steal shit heads are gonna roll type thing Mm -hmm. so he comes home And the door is, like, locked, but it's, like, normally, like, it's, unless it's nighttime, they don't lock it from the inside, but the door was locked from the inside. So, when Mm -hmm. he's banging on the door, their maid Maggie hears it and comes in. And he's, like, a little worried, but doesn't think anything of it. And he goes and sits Mm -hmm. in in their sitting room because they didn't have TVs. You just (laughs) sat your happy ass down and thought for a bit. (laughs) some self-reflection <laughs> right so he's sitting there being self-reflecting and apparently it was boring as fuck because he fell asleep and uh <laughs> so this is about like 11 o'clock he's fallen asleep he's taking his little nap and he gets hit in the face with a fucking axe yippee Yay. um it said that the first blow killed him like it right. was that deep it was it mm-hmm. killed him but he was hit 11 to 10 times i was gonna say when you were talking about like the excess of the
0: stepmom i was like damn like It took a couple to kill her, but, like, with the dad, it's legit a crime of passion, like, go fuck yourself, beating the shit out of them with the axe, because um, they could have done the one and been done, but...
1: Right. It was very, like, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you. So then, you know, a little bit while later, Lizzie comes sauntering into the sitting room and finds her father dead and (laughs) screams, and then screams for Maggie and is like, Maggie, come quick, come quick father's dead <laughs> and that's like how she acted it was like oh my god my dad's dead right uh, like i would not react like that way like i've lost parents and like mm-hmm. i know that you can be in shock but like yeah you won't be like i lost my dad he has died oh fuck um, what do we do now right <laughs> what do <we> do? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they call the police they come the neighbor comes over miss churchwell they're all looking at stuff and they're kind of like okay they're dead and they're like where's mrs borden mind you and they're and and lizzie is like oh i believe she got a note and went out you know to visit a sick friend Mm -hmm. and so they're like okay who's the sick friend i don't know when time did she leave i don't know Mm -hmm. like if that was in my household my dad would have been like i don't know isn't an answer come up with an answer right Uh, (laughs) we
0: need to go find her now because her husband's
1: dead like that would be the train of thought so they're like, okay, where is she? And they're like, maybe the guy is still in the house. They didn't know, so they went. They were going upstairs in Churchill, It was Churchill and like a detective, and they're going upstairs and they look around. And when they get to the landing and they look over to the to the guest bedroom, they see her like face down on the floor. Mm-hmm. And at first they're like, oh no, she's been attacked too. Ah, but then they realize that like all of her blood—not all of it, but a lot of the blood is dried. Right. So they're she's like, wait in there. Right. So they're like, wait a second. She didn't just die. At first, nobody was like, oh, Lizzie did this. No, no one at first. Because back then, women were considered delicate little flowers. hmm And you don't, the delicate little flowers don't murder people. Right. However, like, the maid, who is also a female, was considered. But then it was, like, quickly ruled out because, like, it wouldn't make sense for her to kill the people who hired her.
0: Right. That time period, it's like, oh, let's blame, like you said, like they weren't going to blame a female, but then they were, and it was like, oh, let's blame the help first, not someone who right. has a mo- who may have a motive right. for financial gain.
1: And that was one of the things they said is like, oh wait, who has a motive? Oh, Lizzie has a motive, and Emma couldn't have done it because she was away. But I do have a theory about that, mm-hmm. like she was away. Oh yes, away. Ooh, yes, I'm,
0: I'm. We're on the
1: same page. We'll get into okay. that when you're done. Yes. So then the investigation starts. People are like, "Okay, we think it's Lizzie." So a few days later, she's brought in for questioning. They start looking around to try to figure this out, and they find a couple hatchets. They talk to a few people, and people are like, "Okay." And then Lizzie kind of gives this like very damning interview when she's called in. However, it is stated that she was given like drugs to calm the nerves. So she could have just mm-hmm. been high as fuck. Like,
0: So is it true? Like the movie. Okay. Pause real quick. Listener, listeners. Ooh, drink. There we go. <laughs> we haven't done that this episode yet. So I know in the movie, it shows the doctor giving her morphine for her mm-hmm. anxiety.
1: Was that Was that real? I don't know if it was morphine, but it was something mm-hmm. along those lines. Okay. So she was given a drug to calm her nerves. And then... Mm-hmm. She's kind of in this like delirious state and she's talking and she doesn't really know what's happening. She can't like, she says like, Oh, it's in the barn in the attic in the barn. And then they went up there and there was like, you know, she couldn't have been in there. Mm -hmm. You know, she's giving these these statements that don't really make sense, but it could be that she was like not understanding like linear time at the time. So she's like, I was in Mm -hmm. the barn one of those days. Must have, you know, and like, it's coming to her mind. So she's thinking like, okay, Mm -hmm. um, this, this must be it. So they did find in the house, in the basement, they did find a a hatchet head with no handle. They think it was put down there and it was made to look like the murder weapon or to not look like the murder weapon, like it had dust and stuff on it, but it looked like it was really heavy. So it looked like someone put it there, like at, they said that it was white, like white ash on it. Mm -hmm. So to make it look like it had been there a while, it looked like someone threw. Right. Just been chilling down down there. there. Mm -hmm. And the one thing that was said is that uh which comes into play a little later is that the family had been feeling ill and they thought it was this like pot of mutton like when we talked about in the yule Lads about not having (laughs) frigidaire which by the way if you don't get that me being like (laughs) my frigidaire it's from steel magnolias when she tells um can't remember her name at the moment oh god now i'm i'm a horrible I'm a horrible person. I'm forgetting their names, but she tells her boyfriend, get your beer out of my frigid air. <laughs> what is in my frigid air? That's where it comes from. <laughs> so because they kept, they just kept their food on their stoves. Right. So they were like, Oh, the mutton must go bad. And they kept eating it anyway, because that's what they had. And they were frugal <laughs> as fuck again. So they're like, Hmm. Okay. I'll whatever. get food poisoning. It's fine. <laughs> right. But, Towards the end, Abby was thinking, like, is it the mutton or are we being poisoned? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's kind of a a weird thing. So then they're looking. Yeah. So it is. I just I wanted to double check. So while we're talking, I looked it up and it is morphine they gave her on the nerves. And then um, she became like acting erratic. She was answering weird questions that weren't helping her. She would contradict herself. She also claimed that she removed her father's boots and put slippers on him, despite the police photographs clearly <laughs> that he's wearing his boots. It's either like, here's my, here's theory number one on that. It's either that she knows that she did this shit and that acting this way, like being weird, they can go, you know what? She was high. Uh-huh. Like, she doesn't really know. She was in shock. Mm-hmm. And then discrediting herself by saying like, I took off his boots and put slippers on. Mm -hmm. But, like, she clearly didn't. So she's clearly just crazy right now. Right. So the district attorney was like, you know what? I'm going after her. And they put her in jail. Now, during the 1800s, murder was a bailous offense. So once you were in, you didn't get out until the trial. So she actually had to be moved away from her town of, I think it's Fall. I didn't say this earlier. I apologize. Fall River, Massachusetts. She had to go to another town because they didn't mm-hmm. have accommodations for females in Fall River. Which sounds like that place in of Goes West. Right. <laughs> she then gets put on trial. And people start telling stories on Lizzie.
0: It's like the blood countess. When mm-hmm. this stuff comes to light, people are going to like come out of the woodwork and tell their fucking story. Whether it's true or not.
1: So, like, one of her friends and, like, I think also her neighbor was said to say that she burned her burned a dress. Lizzie said it was covered in paint. Mm-hmm. But people were like, it could have been covered in blood.
0: Like right. She burned
1: the dress. Emma actually took the stand the last day of the trial and said, I told her to burn the dress because it was covered in paint.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's in the movie, too. It was like they wanted to bring it into evidence because, like, the first day the... Whatever he's called, the inspector or whatever, he's like checking her, and there's there's a small small stain on it, and he's like, "What is this?" And she's like, "Oh, I think it's stew." Right. And you know, later on, they're like, "We want to bring that into evidence," and she burned it. Right. And the real, like, well, quote unquote, because it's a movie, you know, mm-hmm. what happened in the movie was like Lizzie was burning it, and her sister's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Like, you should have gave that to him. But same as that, you know, like the actual story. On the stand, she said, I told her to get rid of it because it had, like, bad memories, and it was old, la, 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 because it goes back to what you were saying. She's
1: protecting her younger sister. Right. And this is, like, Lizzie wasn't able to do whatever she wanted, but was very controlled. So it's kind of, like, Mm -hmm. you can't, like, this is, like, the psyche, like, no wonder this girl snapped if she killed someone. Like, Mm -hmm. you're not allowed to go and socialize with people your own age, but it's okay if you steal because I'll pay for it. Right. So, like... You have consequences, but you don't have boundaries. It's like, hmm. or no, you have boundaries, but you don't have consequences. That's what it, yeah. what it really is. Yeah. So then they tried to like point some fingers. Like there's, I mean, they lived on a very busy street. So someone could have slipped in the front door, locked it from the inside, gone up, killed the wife. Maybe the person was going to come back and steal something and walked in and saw him and then was like, shit, 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 panicked and
0: mm-hmm. then left.
1: You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of those kind of theories that were going on. One of the things I thought was interesting is they exhumed the bodies yes. during her trial, and not just the bodies. They like they took the heads. If you watch the show Bones, they like you know boil the flesh off. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, I know this. And then they they <laughs> took the they took the murder weapon, the the supposed murdered axe, and they couldn't even tell if it was a human blood or if it was just blood like an animal blood, like mm-hmm. you know from when he fucking killed those pigeons. Um, <laughs> right. <You're> right. <laughs> They they found the hatchet. They, like, put it in there, and it kind of fit, but it didn't fit enough for it to be, like... Concrete. Mm-hmm. Right. And Lizzie played, I guess, she played the victim of the situation perfectly. Like, the whole time she's in court, she's looking at her lawyers, and she's like, what do I do? She fainted a few times. They didn't put her on the stand. Mm-hmm. Because they're yeah. like, she's got nothing to say. They, the um, prosecution took 10 days. To wow. lay out their story, the defense mm-hmm. took one. Hmm. They're like, per, like you've brought all the circumstantial evidence, prove she did it. So ultimately, Lizzie was acquitted and left. <laughs> and then she obviously lived thirty four more years, and she didn't yep. leave the town. Like that's the first thing I would have done to be like, bye,
0: right? Start over. Be like, I need to get the fuck away from this. I'm innocent. I don't want people
1: to judge me. It said that after she was acquitted she kind of started going by lizbeth instead of a a lizzie but i'm like uh your last name is still borden (laughs) right you'd have to totally change your name like
0: lizbeth borden is still lizzie borden exactly Uh, and it's it was a small town too right like people are gonna know who she is
1: (laughs) right and the weird thing is is like this was like the first sensational murder in america Mm -hmm. like we think of like oj simpson and like the big names that we like watch on mm-hmm. TV were like, okay, this person, like, for, like, I think for probably your childhood ish would be yep. like Scott Peterson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause like you were a little too young
0: for OJ. I mean, yeah, yeah. Cause like I feel like Scott Peterson, that was what
1: like early 2000s, like 2005 ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I was like in middle school for that. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, we kind of know. Like we love, I love Lizzie Borden because I think one, if anyone was ever to like sit down and really psychoanalyze that woman, she was insane. She mm-hmm. should have been either institutionalized as a young woman because there was something not right or they literally like Dr. Phil needed to come on and sit down with her her <laughs> family and be like, Andrew, you are enabling her by paying her fines. Right. Also, you also hindering her by giving your wife, who is obviously a thought gold digger, you know, <laughs> like you need to like. You need to
0: reevaluate all your yeah. life choices.
1: I mean, if I were to like classify Lizzie Borden, she is a sociopath with daddy issues. Agreed. Mm-hmm. So. ooh, and just so that you know, Tara has some really fun information on the house. That, I do. Yeah. So the house, and I think this is
0: totally fucking genius. It is now a bed and breakfast. Say what? What? Yes, that we you can go, go. Stay. Yes, and holy fuck, we need to. Oh my god. So of course it's in Massachusetts, and you know there's we can make it like a three spooked girls fucking like summer thing because it's like you know there's also Salem and all that good stuff. Like, can we go in the fall though, so we can see the fall leaves? Hell, fucking yes! Because there's also like a badass like apple festival where Matt is from. Yay! Yeah, we would we would like it a lot. Trust I me, I love apples. <laughs> Yes. Okay. Like I said, the house is now a bed and breakfast and surprise, surprise for accommodations, children five and under, they can go do the tour. I, I mean, if you're fucked up like that for a parent, but they cannot stay the night.
1: Okay. Like, you know, I went,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would too, but my kid's over that at this point. So <laughs> anyway, thank you for being six shit, right? But yeah, no, um, five and under, that's a rule of the house. They cannot stay the night. What's interesting is either, you know, you can like reserve your room or whatnot. Or if you have like a bigger group, you Mm -hmm. can reserve certain floors of the house or even the whole house if you want, which is kind of cool. Right. And you know, honestly, like most of these rooms, they're pretty, I'll go ahead and I'll break it down for you. They're reasonably priced. So First, there's the Lizzie and Emma suite, which, of course, is like their bedrooms. Mm -hmm. You can have up to five people in there if you want. Minimum of two, which is kind of like the reoccurring thing with most of these rooms, just how they're set up. It's $2.50 a night. That's not bad. Exactly. It's like haunted hotel or haunted bed and breakfast house thing. Yes. No, exactly. And so there's that. And there is also the... uh, Andrew and Abby suite which of course is their bedroom and then also Abby's sewing room Mm. yeah and they turn that into like they have a couple beds in there and it's the same thing you know you can have two people this one's a little more it's 275 a night but you can have extra people in there and basically there's like the extra charge a night which
1: okay yeah that's most hotels
0: for all let's of be these, realistic.
1: Nobody ever says there's more than one person in a hotel room.
0: <laughs> Facts. But I feel like, but I feel like, but see, for this, you can't lie and you'll understand oh, why. True. Yeah. Okay. So there's those two suites. And then there is also the John V. Morse room. Mm-hmm. And we, if you've been following the story, that's where Abby was murdered. So it's one of the more popular rooms to get. Mhm. And that one is 275 a night for two people, and you can have up to 5 and it's oh. you know, the extra charge again. That's one of the ones I would pick personally. Mm-hmm. There's also the Bridget Sullivan room, which is actually Maggie's. Maggie. Room. Yes, that's Maggie. That's, that's her room, and that one is 225 a night for two people. You can have one extra person for an extra 50 bucks. Okay. And then there is the Andrew Jennings room, which is, of course, her lawyer's name. They dedicated this room to him. That is $2.25 a night with two people. And you can have a third if you'd like for an extra $50. Got it. Mm -hmm. And then, God, I can't even pronounce this one. So let's just all grab our drinks, Spooksters. The... Hosie or Hosier Nolington room. It's it's the DA of Southern Massachusetts. I don't know how to say his fucking name. It was dedicated to him, and this room is the same as before. Two twenty five per two people, or add an extra person for an extra fifty bucks.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah.
0: Now those are all the rooms, and like I said, you can always if you have a big group, you can do the whole house. Ah, uh, you can do certain floors. Whatever you want to do. And, of course, if you don't want to stay the night, which I'm very borderline because it's like, even if you don't believe in the paranormal, two murders legit happened in this house. Two. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. there's there's not good juju in this house. No. If you don't want to stay in the house, they do tours every day of the year except Thanksgiving and Christmas. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. And it's almost an hour long and it's for adults. It's like 20 bucks a person. So it's still oh, pretty Oh, that's not cheap. bad. No. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, if you're a college student, um, you get a discount. And then if you have like any, if you take anyone that's, you know, kids or whatever, mm-hmm. there's the discount there too. So it's Thanks. pretty cool. Yeah. Now, if you're staying at the B&B, you do get a almost two hour tour included. Oh. And, and it happens at night. Ooh. And special. Mm-hmm. and it includes the basement, which is not included in the day tours.
1: Okay, we stay in the night. Yes, yeah, so like, we're
0: just not going to sleep.
1: I'm just going to fucking tell you now. Mm-mm. There's going to be a lot of energy drinks <laughs> happening that night.
0: Yes, I'm going to buy all the Java Monsters because that's my fave lately
1: for energy drinks.
0: So we're going to fucking buy. And now, listen, I don't know. <laughs>
1: Mm-mm. I don't know why I just stopped breathing when you were like, listen. And I was like, listen,
0: listen. This is a huge motherfucking listen no. Listen. <laughs> I'm that child right now. They have uh, a few, not even just like Ouija boards, like the ones you go buy from Hasbro. They have like legit vintage wooden Ouija boards. They have like three in the house.
1: I'll touch it. i touch it. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm like, motherfuckers. Hell fucking no, because you know shit happens. Literally, everything I read about people staying there, something fucking happened. Lizzie Borden took an oh. axe. Ooh, it's not even just Lizzie Borden. I got more for
1: you. <gasps> so excited.
0: Okay, of course. We'll wait on her. I'll wait on that stories. Mm-mm. Kind of stuff. Okay, so apparently before the the Bordens we know of moved in there, there was a, I don't know if she was a cousin or I'm going to assume a cousin because it says distant relative, Mm -hmm. lived in the house. Her name is Eliza Darling Borden. That's a cute name. Oh, she's not so cute though. Okay, well, not my fault they gave
1: her a cute name.
0: Okay, she had three kids. She killed two of them. Duh. Mm-hmm. She dumped them into the well, which is, I guess, at the end of the property. Yeah. I know that sounds messed up, but it's like she only killed two or three of them. She left She left one of them. This is one of those moments where you're like, I wonder which one's her favorite. Right. But then, <laughs> after killing those two, she killed herself. Oh. Murder-suicide. Insta-regret. Mm-hmm. What people say is, and you may have read this too, Like when they're hearing children playing or children laughing, um, or there being like apparitions of kids, it's supposedly those her children that she killed. Aww, right? But so sad, like, Mm -hmm. because they didn't get a choice, you know, like, and they're stuck
1: drowning seems like such a horrible way to go because you're so Mm -hmm. aware of everything that's happening to you
0: as messed up as it sounds you almost hope because they were they were dumped down a well like hopefully mm-hmm. like the impact of hitting the bottom of yeah. the, the well is what killed them so right. they didn't suffer right but yeah there's like there's tons of encounters articles and stuff because everybody who stayed there has written an article at this point saying you know they heard children laughing they heard children playing um this is said to be happen on the like the top floor which is mm. kind of interesting because that was Maggie's room but mm-hmm. that's that's where that was heard now going back to the the Bordens we're familiar with mrs Borden is a little petty she likes to pull the blankets off you when you're asleep Wait, so. Mrs. Borden?
1: Like, mm-hmm. Abby? Abby?
0: Yes. She likes to rip the blankets off you when you're
1: asleep to wake she you the fuck up. Yeah, she, she's like... She's like forever <laughs> changing sheets.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And then there's just, there's tons of stuff. There's footsteps. There's people saying they've heard knocking. There's, you know boots like hearing footsteps all kinds of crazy stuff and it's just like there's countless upon countless of articles on that and one thing that was kind of like creepy was there was a story that it was on I think country living
1: random but okay. yeah
0: right I know which I'm like why would they have an article about this well this girl she went with one of her like childhood friends who loved Halloween and everything and they went and stayed there well She was scared shitless because she is like, I am not about any of this stuff. But I was like, well, might as well go. Apparently, it was a little after three. The fire alarm went off. So, of course, everyone's like, oh, fuck, like wakes up like what the fuck is going on? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, wakes up, goes outside, whatnot, whatever. It gets turned off. They go back in and then finish their shit because breakfast, you know, it's a bed and breakfast happens Mm -hmm. at like six or whatever. Well, the next day she's talking to one of, I don't know if it was a tour guide or just someone who works there and was like, hey, you know, like one of your fire alarms went off last night, just so you know. And like, she didn't think it was like anything paranormal. She's like Mm -hmm. wiring because it's an old ass house kind of thing. And he's like, you know, he's like, I could say it is a wiring thing, but I'll be honest with you. This happens every couple of months. And (laughs) yeah, it's like, sorry, (laughs) it's one of the ghosts fucking with you. Yeah, just Abby
1: Borden got tired of pulling sheets, so she pulled a fire alarm.
0: And another thing that happens to a lot of people is, like, they will see stuff move. I went down the rabbit hole of watching YouTube videos of, like, people going and doing their tours or staying in the night. Mm-hmm. Holy, f- holy fuck. If you have the time and you want to watch some haunted stuff, fucking watch it. I was watching this one, and it was, like because you and I have watched plenty of like ghost hunter shows, we can kind of mm-hmm. tell like what's bullshit and what's genuinely happening. Right. There was this one that, and I looked after cause I'd never heard of them. They actually have like a decent amount of following and I kind of liked them. So I was like, cool. Mm-hmm. They went and I think they reserved the floor. They didn't reserve the whole house
1: mm-hmm.
0: and they're in the basement. And, The main guy's, like, friend, he's like, I've got a really bad feeling in the basement. He's like, I need to get the fuck out of here. Like, borderline having a panic attack. So, Mm -hmm. he's like, okay, cool. Like, you know, fucking, like, go. Go. Get the fuck out of here. It's fine. Mm -hmm. So, he goes out of there. And then they're doing, like, EVPs on the steps right outside. And you can hear that. Like, you can hear spirits answering questions. And it's just, like, it's crazy. Obviously, there's plenty of people who fucking died on this property. Right. And then... You know, because I know you're the skeptic. So there's there's this part where the guy's like in the basement, and this stool just fucking moves, and it scared the shit out of me. And I was like, I was like, you know what? It might be one of those things for YouTube views. So let me just kind of research this and see if they've done, you know, if anything like this has ever happened to anybody else. Because if not, mm-hmm. hello. But there's been plenty of people who said like either things in the middle of the night have moved to a different room or they've seen stuff move. So it's like. Could you imagine if it was your glasses?
1: Oh, my God. (laughs) And it in someone else's room.
0: (laughs) I'd be so mad because I wear glasses 99% of the
1: time. Right.
0: (laughs) Ghosts, I need to see. What the fuck? (laughs) But even if you're not a believer, there's a lot of bad juju in this house. Mm -hmm. People did get murdered here.
1: Right. Apparently, a lot of people.
0: Yes. There's four murders and one suicide. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, five people have died on this property. There's so many things that have happened on this property, and I think it would just be fascinating to go to. I'm sure I would be scared shitless the whole time. It's definitely one of those things where it's like, you're not going to there to legit sleep, you're going there to ghost hunt.
1: Right. That's not like, that's some place where you have another hotel room. So when mm-hmm. you're done ghost hunting, you run away.
0: Yeah, exactly. I, I read one that was like, we stayed there till like, you know, three or four in the morning and then we got freaked out cause you know, X, Y, and Z happened and then we went back to our room, but we paid so much money. Like we came back for breakfast.
1: <laughs> I would have been like, I'm here.
0: Yeah, exactly. I'm like, that would be me and Jessica. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's just it's crazy you know whether you believe in the paranormal or you're a skeptic and think it's bullshit there's a lot of history with this house and like I said earlier I think it's genius that they made it a bed and breakfast because right people are always going to want to visit so it's true it's definitely added to my bucket list of places I'd love to visit for Mine sure
1: too mm-hmm. so can we talk theories now <laughs> yes Let's okay so should we talk quickly about the movie and our recommendation for it? Okay. Yes. So I made Tara watch the movie. It's on Netflix. Christina Ricci, who, you know, was our girl and we love her. Yes. She was in Sleepy Hollow and, um, you know, all those really great movies. Watch this, but make sure you watch the movie and then the series, Right. Because it's the movie's so good. Like the movie obviously like is an exaggeration of the truth or the quote unquote truth. Right. And it kind of gives you, like, a face to a name and kind of acts it out. Christina Ricci-, Ricci is a little differently. Like, she's she's obviously not, she doesn't look, I don't think she looks like Lizzie Borden. No. She's um, much more petite. Right. Lizzie was kind of, like, a more full-figured woman. Mm-hmm. And um, there are certain moments in that movie I'm like, oh, Christina, you're so tiny. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, stop sucking in your cheeks. You're going to disappear. But, <laughs> Um, It's so good because it definitely shows, like, the relationship between her and her father being this, like, big mm. tug-of-war. It shows the relationship between, like, her and her sister. Yeah. And it kind of goes into, like, what happens after. But the miniseries or the the, sh- the episodes on Netflix, oh, my God. Our girl Lizzie gets in a lot of trouble. Mm. And she's very murderous. So watch it because it's fan-fucking-tastic. You agree? I agree. So let's talk theories. Yes. Okay, so what's your theory on who killed Abby and Andrew.
0: Okay. So I think Lizzie Borden is guilty as shit, mm-hmm. but I think the sister knew more than she admit. I agree. Okay, cool. Yes. Cause it's like, there's, there's the one hand where it's like it was Maggie and the other hand is it was the sister. I think it was the sister because even just the tidbit of her lying about the dress shows mm-hmm. she
1: will do anything to lie for her sister to protect her. Which goes back to her, like, deathbed promise to her mother. Like, I will Mm -hmm. always take care of Lizzie. Yep. So I think that she knows that Lizzie did something. Like, part of me thinks that I have a couple theories. Okay. I have one theory that Maggie killed Abby. Hmm. Because I think that Maggie was probably mistreated by the Bordens. Mm -hmm. And Abby probably talked down to her. And right. Abby was probably or Maggie was probably like, oh, bitch, you just one step up from me because you just married rich. Like, that's it. <laughs> you know, you could be me. And I think maybe she got upset and like killed her. And then Andrew came home and found Abby. And then mm-hmm. because of how much Lizzie hated Abby, he just assumed it was Lizzie. Mm-hmm. And then that she comes in and then he accuses her. And then she he sits down like, what am I going to do with my kid? And like leans back and Lizzie comes in and kills him. Mm -hmm. To be like, fuck you. Like you always taken that bitch aside. (laughs) Right. There's also a theory that Lizzie and Maggie were um, lovers. Mm -hmm. And there is a
0: few hints of that in the movie. Not even with them particularly. It's just like, I think it was like a random friend or something. But something Mm -hmm. that hints at her being lesbian. Yeah.
1: Right. And that the thing that they think that. It came up or like Abby caught her. And right. then I think maybe Lizzie panicked and was like, shit, like I killed my stepmom mm-hmm. and now I got to kill my dad because, you know, mm-hmm. and I don't think she, un- uh, she didn't have like a great education. So I don't think she understood that, you know, like people can tell how long someone's been dead. Right. So I don't think she thought that was going to happen. Yeah. Uh, Cause it would, it'd be really hard for me to believe that she had two random passionate acts of violence. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think it was very methodical. Like one of the things I think the movie does well is they kind of outline Lizzie's thought process. You can see it like, yeah, Emma comes and it's like, I'm going out of town and mm-hmm. Lizzie's like, you should stay a few days. <laughs> you should get yep. the fuck out and stay a few days. Yeah, <laughs> Go. <laughs> right. And that she kind of in like puts herself where people could see her, but then like disappears for a p- bit of time. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the theories is that she killed them naked. Right. And that was part of the movie too at the very, very end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That she killed them naked because then she could easily wash herself off. Mm-hmm. And then there wouldn't be any evidence on her dress. Right. The other thing is that the dress could literally have Uh, what was there was a few other things oh because of where Andrew's coat was it Mm -hmm. was like bunched behind his head right that she could have picked up the coat from uh, like beside him Mm -hmm. and then shielded herself while she was like hatching but then I have I have issues with that because like think about like accuracy like exactly his face like one side of his face was just demolished
0: yeah if he had she had the coat up like she couldn't see where she was hitting
1: Right. There's a lot of speculation uh, yeah, to that. a lot yes. of speculation.
0: Yes. But I think the 100% no question is she did fucking do it. Yes. In my opinion.
1: <laughs> I agree. I think that Lizzie did it, whether mm-hmm. if she killed both of them or, or, had or had help or she was definitely involved. If she mm-hmm. didn't do it herself, she hired the person who did. I think that Lizzie could have done it a little better. Maybe if she'd had the house ransacked Mm -hmm. where like maybe shit was stolen. That was the other thing is nothing was taken. Mm -hmm. So like if stuff had disappeared, Mm -hmm. um, it would have, could have been easy. Like it was a robbery. Maybe it was that, you know, he, the robber killed Abby and then had to hide in a house and then was trying to leave and got caught by Mr. Borden. You know, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of things that could have helped though. I think that, her cleaning herself up like she would have been wet like her sure. hair the inspectors and stuff said her hair was hair was dry like she didn't look like she had just recently bathed or mm-hmm. anything like she looked normal so she either had to cover herself completely with something to get rid of it but then and this was the thing this someone said this and this was quite smart because women were treated like delicate flowers lizzie could have put another dress on over her murder dress and no one would have thought anything of it. She was kind mm-hmm. of more full-figured. They may have just thought that was her. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't have been like, oh my God, like, why are you wearing... And they didn't even really mm-hmm. look at her.
0: Yeah, it was just like, let me do a quick scan of you. Oh, there's nothing on you? There's nothing on your hands? Okay, you didn't right. kill them.
1: Right. And it was not like she couldn't have walked out, out of a room and washed her arms and, and face. And, you know, she could have been wearing a hat. Mm-hmm. So Lizzie did something. Absolutely. What she, what she did, we'll never a hundred percent know. Nope. And who she did it for? I mean, she obviously did it first like herself because mm-hmm. she was oppressed. She was held essentially hostage by her father. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's all I have. Do you have anything else about Lizzie?
0: I do not. We kind of agreed on the same, I guess, conspiracy theories of yeah. Lizzie. So that was really all I had was. I definitely think she had somebody help her as far as the dirty work goes.
1: So, yeah, no, that was all I really had on her. Oh, I have one thing to say. Mm-hmm. So, because Abby died first, anything mm-hmm. that was in Abby's name went to Andrew. And then right. when Andrew died, it went to his next of kin, which was Lizzie and Abby. Or Lizzie yep. and Emma. Which yep. kind of makes me think, yes. So, like, that fucking house that he gave away. Mm-hmm. Yep, so that's another
0: motive that if you believe they both did it, or even just her, it's like, mm. if it wasn't them, and they were just like, kill whoever, they m- may have killed him first, but right. it was oh, very
1: strategic. You know, you know the weird thing we haven't talked about mm. is the nursery rhyme, or the for- the folklore rhyme. Oh, facts. Yeah, so the it goes Lizzie, Lizzie Borden... Took an axe, gave her mother forty wax. When she saw what she had done, she gave her father forty one, which was written to um sell newspapers. Interesting. And then became okay. a jump rope.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great.
1: Because well, it's supposed to go like after you go to the forty one, then you count one, two, three, and see how many you can. Which is creepy as hell that yeah. this is something kids ran around and played with.
0: Right. Ugh.
1: No fucking thank you. Catchy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so um that is all we have for this week. We are so thankful that you stop by and listen to us. Um with whatever you're doing. We're hoping you're sitting at home enjoying a cocktail. But most likely you're at work right now wishing you had a cocktail. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Facts. When I listen to most of my podcasts that I listen to
1: right so we appreciate you guys being here we appreciate you listening we love you spooksters we are so grateful that you've given us this opportunity and this platform to talk about weird shit like lizzie borden and her crazy family and if you're not already go join our facebook group we like tara and i and heather post a lot of shit on there and we love when you guys post shit because it's great like we're sharing our lives with each other Mm -hmm. and we love it follow us on instagram at three sweet girls as well as Twitter. I don't know how to use Twitter. So if anyone wants to teach me how, I just, (laughs) I
0: I obviously am the one who runs that.
1: So yeah, (laughs) I don't know how to use Twitter. It's like a joke between Tara and I, every time she's like in our Twitter, I was like, I don't know how to use Twitter. (laughs) Like I have like six Twitter accounts and I don't know how I have them. And I just, I don't know how to use it. So Mm -hmm. all good. And then we love and appreciate you guys. If you can, if you want to, if you want, you know, to support us in doing this endeavor, go to our Patreon page. Tara, can you tell them where to go? So for our Patreon page, it is
0: patreon.com slash 3 girls. We have a few different tiers that you can join, and all of them include all kinds of fun stuff. There Mm -hmm. is merch. We are working on bonus episodes, which I think we were going to go ahead and do for all of our tiers. Mm -hmm. So you guys can get to listen to us more than once a week. So yeah, um, super easy for that. And basically at this point, anything that we get for our Patreon, we are using to bring more content and more fun stuff for you guys. So right. if you would love to join, we would seriously appreciate it. Um, again, that is com slash three spooked
1: girls. Yes. And again, thank you guys so much. We, we made it from the bottom of our little shrunken black hearts <laughs> that, um that, You guys are amazing. It blows my mind every day when I wake up and you guys have commented on things or liked our posts. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I'm posting something like, this is really silly. Like when we were doing the Yule ads, I was like, people are going to think I'm ridiculous. (laughs) I'm just posting this thing with a date and some weird hashtags. And you guys loved it. You guys were like, tell us what it is. You know, it was great. It was a great little fun time. And um, make sure you go there and let us know Stuff about you, post stuff mm-hmm. about your lives. You know, maybe episodes that you want us to do. It's a great place to put it because then people can talk about it. You know, and then my weird ass was like, "Let's put up a hot sauce poll." Yeah, yeah. So, it's um, <laughs> like that's up right now. I don't have the results, but I will put them in the description below <laughs> so that <laughs> you'll know. Anything else I'm missing, Tara?
0: I don't think so. I think that's pretty much everything.
1: So we will see you guys next week. We have a lot planned coming up in the future. So stay tuned. And I guess we'll see you guys later. Bye, guys. Bye. I don't know why I wave every time. (laughs) Bye, guys.